0: So this is going to be the second part of three Um, for Torah Yud Yudadad. So we're going to do the second part today, and then following the third part tomorrow, we'll finish off the lesson tomorrow. But uh, we stopped at Otvav, section six, and this is where we're going to start off at the word Vehol. Vehol lechal lefi brinato yachol leda ha'ala le shor sheira. Rabenu explains that every person, according to where he stands, his aspect, he's able to know how much kavod, how much um, the inyan of kavod, the aspect of kavod, has ascended to the source, to its source, which is fear. Meaning each and every person, according to where he stands, can know how much he's brought up kavod to its source and fear. And the answer to this is, how do you know? According to the honor that one honors those who fear God. Meaning to the honor you give to those tzaddikim who fear Hashem. This is how much, according to the honor that you give them, this tells you how much honor, how much you've brought up the honor of God, basically. Uh, To that degree that you honor those people who fear God, the same is true of how much He brought Kavod up to its source. Because yirah is the source of all Kavod, as we just talked about. And those who fear God, you shall honor, as it says. Because as long as the Kavod, the honor of God is in exile, Each and every person, according to his aspect, disgraces the fear of God. And each and every person, according to how much he rectifies and he repairs this honor, this is true of how much he honors those who fear God. The same is true of those who uh, of how much he fears, uh, how much he honors those who fear Hashem, the tzaddikim, basically those righteous people. So we see, according to the one, the, according to how much one honors the yer'ei Hashem, the fears of God, the same is true of how much he's brought up kavod. To its source in Ira. And the essential thing is like this: the main thing is to honor those who fear God with a complete heart. It says in the Gemara Kiddushin: given over or hidden in. No, my bad. Davar Of those things that are given over to the heart or, or of those things that are hidden in the heart. It's said about that, And you shall fear from your God. Or you shall have fear from your God. And there is the essence of God's honor, meaning in the aspect of ira. It says It says in Yeshaya, You'll honor me with your lips, but your heart is very far from me. So from from here we see from these Pesukim that Rabbeinu brings down and from this Gemara specifically that um, the essential thing is to honor Hashem or honor those who fear God with a complete heart. Um, as we see from this verse or we see from this Gemara that of those things that are hidden in the heart it says about those things that you shall fear from God. So those things that are hidden inside the heart is the aspect of fear. And what's the aspect of fear? It's the source of Kabbalah we saw so we see here that the essential thing is to use your heart um to honor completely those who fear god when one brings back the honor to hashem or to its source my bad which we talked about was fear when you bring kavod up to uh, its source which is fear And then you complete the fragments or the blemishes of Yira'ah. What happens as a result of that is one merit peace. And there's two types of peace. The first type of peace is peace inside one's bones. Because the first thing that one person needs to see is that there's peace within himself within his bones <speaking in Hebrew> because sometimes there's no peace there <speaking in Hebrew> there's no peace in my bones because of my sin so we see here that sometimes because of our sins we can actually rid our bones of peace so the first thing the first step is to actually bring peace within yourself in your bones <speaking> in <Hebrew> and through the fear that we just talked about um one merits peace within one's bones. In the place where there is fear, there you also find peace. And it says in Te'ilim, those who fear him lack nothing. Meaning lack nothing, what's the idea of lacking nothing? There's peace, there's wholeness. What we just talked about? You find this idea of peace. And what's peace? You see this idea of. Um, what do you call it? Peace, actually is a play on the word also, Shalem, to be complete. So there's nothing they're lacking, which means that it's complete. Those who fear Him are complete. And this idea of whenever you have fear, then you have peace. when there's peace in your bones, Then one is able to pray through this, through the peace within one bones that one's bones, atta- that one attains through fear. And then one, when one attains peace, he's able to pray. Because the essence of prayer Rabbanu says, Ali through fear. it says, Isha Um the woman who fears God, she is praised. This woman who fears God is praised. Um and we see here by the way, Titalal, the idea of praising her, Tfilah, Titalal, which is tfila. And we see that we've seen this uh this um uh, this idea brought down in the in the the first few lessons of Rabenu, um that we see here that the, the woman who fears God is the aspect of Tehila, which is Tehila. So fear and Tehila are one idea. And we see here that when one is able to, uh, one is only able to pray through this aspect of fear. Korban, because prayer is in the place or replaces the sacrifices. of Korban and it says about the Korban, or the sacrifices, kol asher bomum lo yikrav. Anything that has a blemish, you should not bring. You should not sacrifice. But when there's no blemish, which, which is what we mentioned in the Zohar. Because if we're saying that tefillah that, that, uh, and korban are one idea, so let's use the idea of the Zohar that we just mentioned above. In a place that, where there's fear, there's also peace there. And what did we say? Fear is tfilah? So we see here one thing. Meaning, you cannot bring a korban that has a blemish. So when there's no blemish, meaning what? in a place where there's fear, because when there's fear, there's wholeness. There's no problem with it. Then, um, then he's able to come close to the service of Hashem that's complete. And this is what it says about Chana. Chana was speaking to her heart. Because what's the idea here? That through the fear that she had, she merited prayer. And what we mentioned above earlier, that this idea of the Gemaran Kiddushin, of those things that are given over in the heart, it's said about those things that it has to do do with the fear of God. So, those things that exist within the heart, which is the aspect of fear, we see here that we know fear and tefillah are one idea, so the essence of fear exists within the heart, and this is what it's saying that Kana spoke to her heart. It's the idea of tefillah. And through prayer, one merits universal peace. This is the second aspect of Shalom. We just mentioned the first Shalom, which is all what we just talked about, which is the Shalom in one's bones. But then there's the second aspect of Shalom, which is Shalom Akali, the universal Shalom. This is the perfection of all the worlds. When all the worlds are complete, because for this reason, Tfila is called the Korban. It's for this reason of Shalom Akrari, or for the perfection of all the words, the worlds, that tfila is called a sacrifice. Why? Because Korban comes from the word Keruv, which is to bring close, or bring together all the worlds, worlds to perfection. All the worlds, when they come to perfection, this is the aspect of uh, Shalom aklali, um, which is the aspect of Korban and tfila. So here Rabbeinu explains this, Two, these two types of peace and how one's att- one is able to attain them. Now, Rabban is going to bring a second story of Rabba Barachana um, in this in this, uh, in this Torah. This is what Rabba Barachana said. One time, this merchant said to me, "Come and I will show you where the heaven and the earth kiss." Let's see what the Rashi says. It was a very high place there. That they meet and they uh, they kiss uh, one another, meaning the earth and the heaven, kiss in this very high place. And this is not the end of the world. It's not a reference to the end of the world. For the universe extends um, a distance of 500 years. And Eret Yisrael is the the middle of the entire world, it sits at the center of the earth, tabur is like the navel, um, which sits at the center of the body, this is actually, the place of Rabbi Barakhanah, the place being what? Eretz Israel, this is the place of of Rabbi Barakhanah, and Rabbi Barakhanah was in Eretz Israel, so let's see this idea, so the, the Gemara continues, so we just saw that the merchant tells Rabbi Bachana, "Come and I'll show you where the heaven and the earth kiss." And he also says, "Rabbi Bachana went. We all went. Rabbi is saying this. We went and we saw the Avid Kave Kave. Many many windows had been made. Shaklita desaltai, v'anchtihah bechavta I took my basket and I placed it at the window of heaven. And after praying, I wanted to take my basket, but I couldn't find it. They said, There are thieves over here. And he told me, This is the sphere of the firmament which turned it over. Wait until this time tomorrow and then you will find your basket. Let's go to the Ghashbam, one second. When it says, This is, This is, Rabbi Bachana's bread basket. The Hadar, when it says the Hadar that the earth was um Galgal Yakiah who the Hadar the sphere of the earth, Hadar, Khhozer, it turned it around. Natar, um the Hadar Khozer, Kiri Minim the Sahim, Galgal Khozer Mazalut Kvuim. I'd suddenly Sahim, Galgal Khoser, the sphere returns, Mazalot Kvuim, or the spheres turn, they turn around, and the constellations are stationary. So the Galgalim this aspect of the firmament are always constantly turning and rotating whereas the constellations are set in their place. Okay. Let's see how Rabbanu ties the story together. The Nashke Ara when the Gemara says that the heavens and the earth kiss, when this merchant comes and tells Rabbi Bachana let's go see where the heavens and the earth kiss, Shalom this is referencing or an aspect of peace within one's bones. Ara when it says Ara, heaven, Guv this is a reference to the body. My bad. Ara is the earth. Sorry. When it says the earth, ara, urkia, ara, zebchena d'uv, the earth is a reference to the body. Rkia zebchena neshama, and the heaven is obviously a reference to the soul. Kemoshekatuv, it says, yikha el hashamayim me'al, zeh neshama. I he calls to the heavens from above, me'al, zeh neshama. Rabeinu says this is a reference to the neshama. and to the earth, this is the end of the verse. The verse, he calls up to the heavens from above and to the earth. What's the earth? This is the body that's in the Gemara Sanedrin. And when there's peace between them, through this, through this, what it says in the Gemara, uh, it says in the Gemara, sorry, I'm just going back to the translation, many windows had been made. Through what we just mentioned, when the heavens and the earth come together, when the goof and the neshama come together, you create prayer. Prayer is made. Um, as it says in Daniel, the windows of his upper room were directed, um, etc., etc., and I think the end of the verse is towards Yerushalayim, um, that the windows of his room were, were, were pointing towards Yerushalayim, and then he prayed. So this idea... Of the windows is the aspect of tefillah. And it says in the Gemara, Rabbi Baruchana was saying that I took my bread basket and I placed it on this window in heaven. Salta. What is a bread basket? This is an aspect of panasa, livelihood. As if one has bread um, in his basket, meaning it's an expression for panasa this is what this is an expression in magaryoma for a person who has parnasa bread in the basket so we see that Salta breadbasket is an So Rabbi Bachana in this story did not want to involve himself at all for any involvement within this world. He didn't want to do anything in this world of this physical world. He only wanted to sustain basically his soul. So let's see here. That Rabbi Bachana's intention, all his prayers weren't to to bind were only to bind his soul to Hashem. And even the prayers that are explained in prayer or in the tefillah, whenever we pray prayers that are for the, the necessity of the body. For example, Rabanu brings down Refa'enu when we say in the Amidah and in, in the silent prayer Refa'enu, May Hashem heal us, and this idea of May Hashem bring down blessing, aguv and other necessary things that we pray for in in the tefillah that are for the body. Rabbi B'Achana, when he was praying and when he was doing these prayers, his intention wasn't for his body. It was rather for his soul. That what actually Rabbi B'Achana had the intention of was to bring sustenance to his soul, not his body, and to bring healing to his soul. And we're going to see here something awesome through this that when you pray for the sustenance of the soul, then by default the goof is also um, sustained as well with it. But we're gonna see that in a bit. In a bit. That I took my bread basket and I placed it on the window of heaven. What did that mean? That he took prayer, which we just talked about. Um, was this bread? Uh, was this? Um, this window which is for the need of the body which is this bread basket and I placed it um, and I placed this prayer only for the need of his soul no my bad Rabban was explaining that when Rabban took prayer which was for the need of, um, of the body he actually placed his prayer and instead of directing it towards the need of his body, he actually directed it towards the need of his soul. Because Rabbanu explains something huge here. That automatically, when one repairs something spiritually, then automatically it's repaired in its physicality, in its physical form. So we see here that when one prays for the spiritual aspect, then automatically the physical comes with it. So it, it, it's two birds with one stone and after I was done praying Rabbi Bachana said I couldn't find my bread basket anymore let's see what Rabenu says this is afterwards after his Tzirah he didn't have enough for his physical livelihood so Rabbi Bachana went to go pray to, to fix his spiritual needs and by default with those spiritual needs he would fix the physical ones but after his prayer he realized that his physical panasa wasn't enough even so that he repaired it in its spirituality in its spiritual form nonetheless he still didn't get his his abundance drawn down in physicality so we see a problem here so what they say what did he say? there's thieves over here. That Rabbi Bachana was claiming that someone was stealing his Shefa, his shivlo. so they responded back to him. This is actually the sphere of the firmament turning around. Because what did we say earlier? When it's a reference to the firmament, this is actually a reference to the Nishamot. And what did we say? Galgala as we saw in um, in Rajban, um, that the Galgal that the, the spheres of heaven. Uh, the celestial fears of heaven, turn around. So we see here something awesome. The rakiyah, is the nishamot, and the galgal is the aspect of turning around. So we see these nishamot are these nishamot that turn around. So, these are the nishamot that come back in reincarnation. When souls come back in reincarnation, this is what causes the tzaddik, like Rabbi B'Achana, not to have... Um, enough Parnassah, enough livelihood. K'mosh Hamlou, Gabay Pedat, as it says about this tzaddik, Rabbi Pedat, it says <speaking> in Maratanit, de de'ichu alma. Hashem literally tells him, de de'ichu alma." If you want, I will literally destroy the world. ifshar Ve'efshar de'ivret b'shata dem'zona. And it's possible that you'll be created at the time of Parnassah. Meaning, Rabbi Pedat was so poor, and he would expressed this this poverty to Hashem, that Hashem felt so bad for him, that He said, I'm, I'm willing to destroy the world for you, Rabbi Pedat, so that your neshama can come back down again, and so that you can have Parnassah here in this world, a possibility to have Parnassah. And if you look at the words, it's possible, and this is also in the Tikkun it's possible perhaps, that you'll have um, Parnassah, Meaning there's a possibility. It's not certain. Because why? It all has to do with the girgul of your neshama, the reincarnation of your soul. It all has to do with the reincarnation of souls. You don't really have a choice with, it, with regard to this. There, and this is what it says, kinim ta'asei teva. And this is what it says in, um, in Sefer Bereshit, when Hashem commands Noah to build the teva, kinim ta'asei teva, you shall make compartments for the, for the ark. And midrash it's brought in the midrash, mak kinim, just like kinim, by the way, the word kinim here is not compartment, but actually in this Midrash it's a reference to the bird offering that one brings when, in order to purify himself from tzara'at, from this leprosy when he speaks the Sonara. So ma kinim metaharinet just like kinim, which, are the, which is his bird offering, purifies one from the, mitz, from the tzara'at, av tevatcha So too your teva, your ark shall purify you as well. So we see here that this is why it says kinim asel teva. Kinim, compartments from this word kinim which is this bird offering. Because just like the bird offering, this kinim is purifying one from the Torah, so too your teva will also have kinim which is this idea of this purification. Your teva will actually provide for you a purity. Ham And this person who who uh, speaks hara, this person who has tzaraat on him because he spoke and gossiped about someone else it says about him in Mishlei, in proverbs the whisperer who separates aluf, close friends this whisperer who gossips separates people who are close together ben and not only that he actually separates between man and his wife which is the idea of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and the he separates god and his divine presence he brings the galut even deeper he brings the Shchina even deeper into galut and because of this he'll sit alone he'll sit in solitude but for a person like this this bird offering will purify him even your teva now Rabban was explaining what teva here the connection between Teva and Mitzorah, this idea that it's bringing down in the Midrash. What is this idea? Rabbeinu is now explaining Tevatcha, your ark, which is actually hanu tevatat the word of prayer, which we saw also this connection in Lesson 9. Mit ta when one basically uses the words of prayer, he's able to rectify. When one has the word of prayer, he's able to merit this yinat fila, which we talked about, only comes through fear. He's able to rectify machloket. Which is argument that Shalom is able to bring universal peace, Shalom Bechor Aramot, peace to all the world. And this is why we end the Amida with one of the last Brachot, which is second last Bracha, which is Sim Shalom, or the Bracha of Shalom peace, because when one merits Tfirah, one merits the Sinyan of Shalom Akrani. And this is an explanation of the verse, Tik'u, blow. They shall blow Leshon Shalom. This is an expression of peace. I will affix or plant him as a stake um, in a faithful place. I will plant him as a as a stake as like a stick in a faithful place. This is the idea of peace, meaning it's 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 steady, it, uh it's not wobbly. At a new moon, he shall blow the shofar at the new moon. What's beit hadash With um a new glory. This is whenever God's glory ascends, when one brings close uh when one brings uh close to Hashem these converts or these people who need to do chuva. This is how one brings God's honor back to its source. Bakese, what's the idea of Bakese? Uh Bakese se uh, is this covering over the covering over of our festival or at the appointed time of this festival this is the aspect of fear we're going to see how Kese is an aspect of fear in a second but we know that fear what's fear the root of honor and the word Kese comes from the language or the expression of covering over because what did he say earlier that thing which is given over hidden inside the heart it's said about those things which are hidden inside the heart you shall fear from God this thing is hidden from the eye of everyone this inyan of fear is hidden from everyone so this is the idea those things which are hidden inside the heart which is hidden from those people the aspect of fear. Fear is this aspect of which is covered over. No one sees it. on the day of This is the aspect of peace within one's house. oh because day represents the aspect of light. And God called that day light. No, my bad God God called the day light day the day. When there was light he called uh he called it day. The oh and light Shalom bayit. Peace within one's house. Because most of them are not Shabbat candles. Nech As the Chachamim say in Sh- in Gemara Shabbat, Nech Shabbat, the candles of Shabbat are before the sanctification of the day. Before one does Kiddush, one must light the nechot of Shabbat. Shalom bayit Because why? Nechot Shabbat brings Shalom bayit, and Shalom bayit um, precedes everything. So we see here that the nechot of Shabbat. If you really only have one for if you only have money even for Nerot Shabbat or Kiddush, you actually have to, I believe, use the money for Nerot Shabbat because Nerot Shabbat brings Shalom Bayit, which is the essential. So we see here this idea of um, Or being Yom, and this um, what do you call it? This aspect of the Or is Shalom Bayit because we see here this candle which brings Shalom Bayit, and what does the candle do? It brings out light. Chagenu, on the day of our festival, Chagenu, our festival, Zibchina Tfilah, this is an aspect of prayer, Avodah, service, which is Tfilah, Kamo Chachamenu Nismecha Parashat Avodah Kachavim Nemoadim? Chachamim asks in the Gemara Pesachim, Why is it that the parashah, the section of idolatry, is juxtaposed to the section of the festival, Moadim? As it brought in Shemot, chapter 34, verses 12-18. through 18. Look over there. Why is it that the, the, the chapters for idolatry is brought right next to the chapter of the festivals? Lomar, to teach us, anyone who disgraces the festivals is as if he serves idols. Nimtza, so Rabbeinu connects this idea. What's the result? So keeping the festivals is an aspect of complete service. Because if you don't keep the festivals, it's Avodah So if you keep the festivals, then it's complete. You're doing an avoda, a perfect Avodah. And what is... Avoda. when it says avoda, it's a reference to prayer, as we know, in the, in, the, in the Sifri also, and in the Gemara as well. And through prayer, one is able to come to this universal peace. So we see here this idea of Tefillah, which is Chag. Um, through the Inyan of the Chagen, we're able to come to this aspect of Yom, which is Shalom Bayit, Shalom Akadhi, etc., etc., so, what's the result? One who is able, one who wants to draw down universal peace, which is peace to all the upper worlds, the lower worlds, everything. So you must elevate first honor to its source. And what's the source of honor? Fear. And through fear, one merits shalom bayit. Peace within one's household. shalom So, my bar, it's not that. Um, when one merits prayer then one um then one goes back to shalom bayit uh, which is shalom Akkari. no shalom bayit is separate shalom bayit is the aspect of shalom bat samav shalom bayit is the aspect shalom, peace within one's house is the aspect of peace within one's bones it's the same idea and then when one merits peace within one's bones um you merit prayer and then Rabenu says when one merits um shalom bayit which is uh enables a person to merit prayer, then when one merits prayer, he merits shalom akali, universal peace. So we hear the, see here these steps, this idea of fear. Um, we see here this the beginning section of, of, of Odvav that Rabbanu explains that according to how much one brings honor to those who fear Hashem, one who gives honor to those tzaddikim who fear God, you can see how much you brought up God's honor. And depending on how much you give honor to those who fear Hashem, you must know how much to bring up the honor of Hashem. So if you see it's not very good, then you must know that you haven't brought up the honor of Hashem very much. And um, to fear, we see this idea of fearing those who fear Hashem, of honoring those who fear Hashem, my bad, with a complete heart. And this idea of yir'ah, of shalom samav, shalom within one's bones, then this aspect of what we just mentioned, um, tefillah, which comes through the sirah, and then, Shalom Hakrali. So, if you guys want to go through the simple steps, those are the simple steps. But, um, look over the lesson, you're going to see lots of awesome things, in Bezrat Hashem, we're going to finish um, the class um, on the next podcast. Bezrat Hashem.